This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome. It is episode 92, y'all. This is the G Podcast. Yes. Everybody running to the mics. Yes. And I got to say, I can, how can I say this, K-Dub? I got to, oh, it's episode 92, Bubba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. You got it. I got to do it. Because we, we were talking off mic. And, and I know this is not like a huge part of the show, y'all. But I get excited. It just takes the little things, Tanya B., during the week. You know, just the little things like the 45th anniversary of this song, this album. Oh, yeah. Uh, there it is. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Put my bass back. Hit that bass. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The 45th anniversary of. Uh, yes. I'd rather be with you. Uh, you know, and I, and I do like this song. This is the last song of the album. All the album heads. Y'all, I mean, the, the, the bootsillas. Yes. Yes. Vanish in our sleep. Vanish in our sleep. <laughs> so yeah, I got I gotta give it up to Bootsy Collins. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy, man. I, I mean, it, it's crazy to think that album's like forty five years old. Wait, oh, damn. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. Cause I was about ten when my cousin showed me damn. this part of the baseline. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah. Wyo was Wyo was one no nah, I was wasn't born. I was two. I was two. <laughs> she's supposed to say shh Wyo. <laughs> Do like Tanya B. Oh, I wasn't born. Girl. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Wyo. And, and you know, as we tape y'all, welcome to day three of Obama at 60. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. And I know Tanya B, your your family, your mom, and and they all what are they doing? Like blow by blow, everything Obama this weekend. I bet. Uh, don't get me started. <laughs> they got. I'm, did, look, I'm looking out the window, waiting for the concert to start. Do they have? Do they have the Obama and Michelle pictures on the mantle? Oh please, my mother had. You know how they had the Jesus plate, yes. the JFK plate, yes. and then there's the Obama plate. <laughs> Funny. Man, my dad was so happy when Obama was elected as president. He he went crazy making these clocks. Oh yeah, so he, yeah, with the wow. Obama, with the family, with just Obama by himself. Um, I have to I have to screenshot y'all some. Yeah, because <laughs> you a- know you know he sold a ton of them too, man. Because there was so he much did. Obama memorabilia, it was crazy, y'all. Then also, congrats to uh, Allison Felix. I gotta give it to her. Yes. Most decorated U.S. Uh, track and field athlete in Olympics history. Uh, and female. And, and female. female. And she surpassed and uh, Carl and Lewis. Mother. And mother. And uh, single mom, I think. 11 medals, uh, seven of them gold. And uh, we'll get to, you know, some stuff with Syracuse Mike as well on a lighter note, you know, and, and also some heavy stuff. We'll get into that, y'all. And don't forget, coming up, G Podcast, we're going live on uh, a week from today. As we start, you know, this time as we tape, uh, we'll be uh, at uh, Atlanta's first Black History Museum, the Apex Museum, a special talk, you know, and and just just having a good time, just hanging out, just hanging out. And um, that's right. And also, um, you know, our, our good buddy, our good friend, Sanaj, is going to be performing. And you know what? I had a chance to talk to her 
Uh, and, and she's going to be on Tommy's Corner. Real cool, real positive energy, real good energy, man. Um, real excited about having her and, and meeting her at the show as well. You know, so and, and a couple of things on a down note, I got to say, and, and Tanya B, you might know her. And, and I don't know, uh, even even you, K-Dub, because you were in the ATL with me for a minute. But um, Carol C.C. Wilson, McGee, um, she worked uh, alongside Teddy Aston, who was a Warner Brothers exec. Uh, with uh, back in another life in the '90s when when we were doing uh, music, man, and uh -oh. um, her her home yeah. going was this past weekend here in the ATL. Uh, she'd done big things in the music industry, uh, moved on, working with the city of Stockbridge here in Georgia, and uh, just you know just gone too soon. And uh, there's a GoFundMe for her son. And I'll make sure that's on the podcast page. But uh, all the friends, Ooh. all the folks who I know who probably know her who probably didn't know, but I know that information went out and, and definitely, definitely you can uh, contribute to her GoFundMe. And, and uh, just, just the real, you know, it's hard to be nice in this business, in the business. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like, cause you're dealing yeah. with some knuckleheads, but yes, she, she, she was always smiling, always cool. Go ahead. What'd you I say? Saw you, I saw you in action before with a knucklehead. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah you, and like, you wasn't playing with him either. I was like, yeah, okay. I got you. In the words, <laughs> in the words of Booty. Oh, it's on, Bubba. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's on and mm -hmm. popping. <laughs> That's how you treated him too on the phone. I was like, okay, this is how this stuff goes. All right. But you know, I'm, I'm a kindler, gentler kind of dude now, y'all. Yeah, you and, was right though. I was right. And this is the G Podcast. Each week uh, we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping our tea with Tanya B and more. And the crew is here. Tanya B is in the building. Y'all give it up for Tanya B. Yeah. yeah. The Birdwire. Catch it gazillion times every weekend on castropolis.net. <laughs> Friday and Saturday, <laughs> 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. And also Saturday at noon. Sundays from uh, 2 to 4 and then 4 to 6. Uh, you know, Tanya B lays it down, y'all, and just you know, keep doing the thing. And I know you're gonna you're gonna do a special tribute, as, of course. Uh, you've already done it in the show, done which it, yes. I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. uh, for our, the um, uh, deceased member passed away, we lost a member of Cool in the gang. So I'm gonna let you get into that a little bit later when you do your when you do your stuff. Okay, but let me just say this: Go ahead. No, it, do your I, thing. I, I I always guarantee that I promise to bring you the best new and classic indie music. And if you think about it, Cool and the Gang, they started out indie label. You know, they went into the major label system, came out with indie again. So they qualify to be indie artists. Yep, yep. But yep. I'm trying to tell you, yeah, I have this thing at the end of the show that I do called the Birdwire Sweat Set. Yes. Where I tell you to put your cup down, get something to wipe your brow, and I just hope I found some, I found two songs this week. I mm. was like, oh, I was excited. So yeah. you never know what I'm going to pull out of the classic closet, but I pulled out Oh, I can say it now. The show's over. I pulled out Central Line, Walking Into Sunshine. I hadn't heard that. Yes. I was so excited. I wanted to back it up and play your Jingling Baby by LL Cool J, which samples the songs. Oh, there you go. Rock, just, just rock with me, if you will. If oh, you yeah. love good music, hang with me. There you go. I'm with you. I'm with you. Also, uh, Country Commentator, y'all, is is having his birthday. Happy birthday, dog. No, I can't say dog because he's an alpha. So happy birthday, Vi. <laughs> Celebrating. Happy yeah. birthday, Vi. And it is a yeah. beautiful weekend, yeah, yeah. too. I'm going to give it up for him. The Country Commentator, y'all give it up for Vi. He's not in the building, but he's yeah. here by spirit. He'll be here. He'll be in the, in the building next weekend, though. And I have not seen Vi. 
Uh, it's been, I mean, I've, I haven't seen any of you guys and it's been, you know, we've been doing this thing virtual. So, so this will be like a little homecoming kind of thing, you know, for, for people on the show as well. And the one and only, the one and only Bootsy Collins is right hand man. <laughs> K-Dub, our music director is in the building. How you doing K-Dub? What's up, man? Man, I'm good, man. Glad to be here. I love, I love this. Cool. You guys. Well, appreciate so cool. you, man, every single week. And she made it, y'all. She sent me the screenshot. She's like, my laptop, something wrong. Something wrong with my laptop, Tommy B. But she is here, y'all. Give it up. Poetic pieces in the building. And she does it, what, every second and fourth? Is that it? Yeah, every what? second and fourth Tuesday yeah. at Overtime. Overtime. Shout out to uh, Larry and, and, and Charity. You t- Did you tell them I shouted them out? Why? Uh, you, you know what? They weren't there. Neither one of them were. Actually, Charity was leaving uh, okay. when I went in uh, the last Tuesday. So um, I'll see. Hopefully they'll be here. Yeah, next Tuesday. next time. They'll, they'll be there. Next time, next time you see them, tell them I said, what's up? And I'll say, who? For sure. <laughs> who that? For sure. Who that? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I'm Tommy B, your host. And, and uh, you know, of course, uh, we got more good stuff coming up. And again, coming up in the um, in Tommy's corner at the end of the show, we're going to hear from uh, new artists. I mean, you. we love new talent, new folks. And, you know, here in the ATL, she's uh, an Atlanta artist, agreed to do the show for us uh, on the 15th, uh, Sinai. So we'll talk to her in Tommy's Corner. But first, y'all, yeah. let, let's do this. Um, let's go ahead and do uh, news with Syracuse Mike. And this, you know, I got to get into the shiggity. So let's do this and we'll come back on the other end with more. Here we go. News team, assemble! for the week in news with Syracuse Mike. Should he resign? That was the question about New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. And here's the response from President Biden. Yes. And if he doesn't resign, do you believe he should be impeached and removed from office? Let's take one thing at a time here. That comment coming after a scathing new report released by the New York State Attorney General's Office on allegations of sexual harassment against the governor. The report details multiple alleged incidents of sexual harassment. Governor Cuomo sexually harassed current and former state employees in violation of both federal and state laws. That's New York Attorney General Letitia James. Cuomo's response to the report. I never touched anyone inappropriately or made inappropriate sexual advances. President Biden spoke to the nation again Tuesday and continued his efforts to persuade unvaccinated people to get vaccinated against COVID-19. As for private businesses that mandate vaccines, the president said he would have their backs. In Georgia, hospitals are seeing a surge in COVID patients, the vast majority unvaccinated. About 40% of Georgians have been fully vaccinated, compared to 50% across the U.S. Another moratorium extension to stop evictions from the CDC. The partial eviction moratorium plan is based on which counties are experiencing substantial and high spread of the coronavirus. The 60-day ban covers about 90% of renters in the country. Expect court challenges. This could come to your city. A vaccine pass that allows those who have had their COVID shots entry into businesses like gyms, restaurants, and entertainment venues. Next month, the city of New York will become the first major U.S. city to take such action as the nation experiences a surge of new cases driven by the highly transmissible Delta variant. 
This is nothing to be proud of. Florida is number one in new COVID hospitalizations with 12,408. That's actually a record for the state and the worst numbers in the country. But Republican Governor Ron DeSantis vowed that he will not let anyone, including the president, mandate masks or vaccines in his state. If you're trying to restrict people, impose mandates, if you're trying to ruin their jobs and their livelihoods and their small business, if you are trying to lock people down, I am standing in your way, and I'm standing for the people of Florida. Florida and Texas together account for about one-third of all new COVID cases in the U.S. Mm. President Biden signed an executive order that sets a target year for zero-emissions vehicles. He wants half of all vehicles sold by 2030 to be hybrid or all-electric. As I've said before, we're in competition with China and many other nations for the 21st century. To win, we're going to have to make sure the future will be made in America. It's actually a non-binding goal that will require major investments by the federal government to install charging stations, deploy electric buses, and invest in battery chain supply and battery pack manufacturing. The Department of Justice is now looking into the Phoenix Police Department after several incidents. Attorney General Merritt Garland. The investigation will determine whether the Phoenix Police Department engages in a pattern or practice of violations of the Constitution or federal law. This is Garland's third pattern and practices investigation into a major city police department. You know, we, we were I was I was listening to a report um, about all the police issues. And, do you know, you've got like if all these separate I guess you call them jurisdictions. You're talking like 18,000 separate jurisdictions, okay, of police departments. You know, so if if they don't do something that's like a catch-all or an umbrella, they're they're not going to get any of this handled. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? Y'all 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 know what I'm saying? It's like taking it on one by one ain't going to fix it. Right. No, and you know, the thing about it is, you know, you have George Floyd, you have defund the police, you have, you know, we're watching you, you've got body cams, and it's the view from my bridge, not a whole lot has changed. These cops are still going ham on people. You yes. saw the one where they were uh, kicking and, and beating up the pregnant woman? I'm like, uh, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. And that's why I think it's got to be, it's still got to be a collective thing, and, and that's why, I mean, I think... Uh, I'm not I'm not going to get there, there's there's you know too much going on. I mean not to mention y'all um and and I've been of course you know we tape on Sunday so the Sunday shows are hot today on this whole uh you know the DOJ y'all remember the the sitting the guy who uh, who was actually the the last uh, department of justice head when Trump his name was Rosen right so he gave a 7 hour testimony voluntarily that basically spelled out more on how Trump was really trying to stage a coup. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, for and, and it's amazing when you listen to the reports, you listen to the reporters, right? And they're shocked. Yeah, any of y'all shocked? <laughs> any? I mean, no. I, um, I, to quote Whitney Houston, hell to the no. I, I am, I don't know how people are shocked that this dude, I mean, first of all, we know the whole push for him not to go, not to leave office was to avoid avoid jail. So anybody who knows that they're going to be, you know, up for some kind of prosecution, they don't they don't want to leave office. He didn't want to leave office and I think, you know, of course, we know it was for selfish reasons. But um, you know, I just I just hope like in Fulton County, um, what's her name? Fanny Fanny Willis. I I mean, I hope she's on top of what everything that's coming out now. Uh and there's an article also and and I think I sent it to you Tanya B 
where it talked about the diehard supporters of Trump. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. They're demanding violence if he's not reinstated again. again. Um, And, you know, know, go ahead. Let me just say this. You know, all you see all these nuts that went into these so-called insurrection. It's interesting how so many of them are pleading guilty. I hope they're in jail when the next election runs around. So they ask can't vote. Yeah, me too. I, I agree. Or at least uh, or at least got, they got a felony, you know, for the right reason. Uh, you know, so, I mean, in other words, y'all, I mean, the big lie won't die, you know, and it's not. Um, also, um, this thing about Cuomo, uh, uh, you know, failing to resign. I think he's, he's kind of like, you know, he's he's kind of reached that point where shit, all he can do is fight. I mean, he's already I mean, they gave him a chance to resign. He said no. So yeah, now, Trump didn't resign. And what did he do? Yes. He did. And I'm, I'm not condoning any of it. No, I'm not that either. Old school thought of mentality. And I'm sure his father and many others before um, Mario Cuomo did it. But look what Trump did. Yeah. His ass. I'm, I, today's this is ass Sunday, y'all. Yeah. Um, his ass didn't resign. <laughs> I mean, think about it. And Trump did far worse. So I'm like, I don't condone what he's done. But I'm like, you know what? Leave Mario alone. Like you say, leave, leave Brittany alone. And at the end of the day, they're calling for him to resign because I guess that is the right thing to do. That's the cool thing to do. But then I read a poll where even with all this going on, if he were to run for re-election tomorrow, he would still get re-elected because the devil you know is better than better than the devil that you don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, so you <laughs> know. The devil and- that you don't know is Rudy Giuliani something. He's going to be the next governor. Yeah. New York, he can go somewhere and sit down. Well, Andrew, Andrew was always like Mario. His dad was always the, you know, the professorial kind of thinking governor. Andrew was always the tough guy. He was always that, you know. Well, Dad, I'm, I'll just go, you know, and kick some ass, you know, blah blah blah. And of course, Chris turned out to be the lawyer and he's on CNN. He said, Don't mention it. I ain't talking about it. This is my show. Don't. Ask me about my brother, yeah. not brother, yeah. my brother. Okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They they getting real. They they are hunkering down. So it's just interesting. I'm, I agree with you. I mean, the New York Times can call, go out and call for Cuomo to resign, but they never once in the four years uh, call for Trump to resign. Now, I don't, I don't again, I, I don't support what Cuomo. I mean, I think he I mean, honestly, I mean, I you know, I don't think he has a choice. I think he has to resign at this point. But, you know, ultimately, the New York Times, it's like, how can you never you never call for Trump? to resign? I mean, wow. you know, I mean, you know, even even with the with the bus tape the grab him by the, you know, you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's like it's, it's come on. Come on now. Come on. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Right. <laughs> Stormy Daniels and many others. It's just, I mean, it's just amazing. It's just amazing to me. And, you know, Trump supporters, y'all ever seen the movie? The movie? Let me tell you a story. We did a po- I did a podcast before I did this podcast called GP3 Homies. Okay. And bef- we did, we started the podcast leading up to the election. When was that? When he first ran? What was that? Damn, it's 2016. Okay, so we were leading up to 2016. And, you know, my co-host, they were just, there's no way in hell Trump will ever win, blah, blah, blah. And I said, these folks are rabid. I said, he's got a chance because I just don't think, I mean, these folks aren't seeing straight. And you know what it reminds me of, though? Y'all remember the omen? Mm-hmm, yep. Damien Thorne. Y'all remember Damien Thorne, the omen, you know? It just reminds me of mm-hmm. when the nanny was on the ledge. <laughs> she stepped out and said, "It's all for you, Damien." 
I'm a plan for you. Where are you? I'm a plan for you. Here it is. Here it is. This this is what Trump supporters sound like. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. That is a Trump supporter right up there, jumping off the ledge, rope around their neck. They don't care. So I just thought I'd mention that. This reminds me. All right, y'all. Hey, you know, Tanya B, you got your you got your hot tea because we got so much hot tea. Yes, I got my popcorn right now. So go ahead and finish talking. You caught me in <laughs> on the down too. <laughs> well, all right, let's do this. We're gonna let's do this. Let's um, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with your hot tea. We'll be right back, y'all. Here we go. Uh-oh, here comes another Trump supporter. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Boom, off the ledge. There we go. All right, y'all. Are y'all ready for that tea, y'all? <laughs> Damn, quiet. Silent. Yeah, we are. <laughs> y'all ain't ready, ready. I'm ready for the world right now. So. Okay. It's tea time, y'all. All right. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Tanya B, what you got? What you got? What you got? Okay, well, right now I must start off and say that we mourn the sudden loss of Dennis D.T. Thomas. He's the co-founder of the Grammy award-winning R&B legendary band Cool and the Gang. Uh, he passed away early uh, yesterday morning. And true to form, I've talked about the show must go on. You know, I'm, I'm t- coming to you right now from Philadelphia, and there was a big event here last night called the Hoagie Fest, and Cool in the, the Gang Hoagie pulled Fest. it to, yes, the, you know, Philly's known, if you don't know yeah. anything about Philly, you know, Philly's known for hoagies, cheesesteaks, yeah. water ice, and pretzels. Okay? Damn. So, uh, the band pulled it together, and they, I didn't think they would, but they actually did perform you know, at Hoagie Fest, and I'm sure that it was not the same. It was very bittersweet because DT has been in the same spot for over 50 years. So wow. I just want to say prayers up to his family, yes. his bandmates, you know, friends and fans. And uh, if you ever go Hollywood swinging, mm. make sure you go by 7065 Hollywood Boulevard. That is where the band has their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And, you know, if you know anything about DT and K-Dub, I'm sure you can co-sign this. DT was, you know, talented, we know, that's a given. But he was colorful. He had swag. You remember he wore those funky hats. He Mm. wore funky clothes. He wore, like, he was wearing the glitter socks before Michael Jackson came out with Billie Jean. And he actually was, uh, for most of the career, um, the band stylist. So he just really had a lot of swag with him. And uh, I was just saying before we were off my... Uh, with K-Dub and with uh, Tommy B that the original horn section of this band has all gone to music heaven. You've got DT now, uh, Robert Spike Mickens and uh, Ronald Cully Spying Bell, Cool's brother, who were the main horns, the original horn section for the band and they have all gotten their wings. So right now, the only two that remain are the two original members are of course, cool Robert Cool Bell and Funky George Brown, the drummer, and and J.T. You know, Taylor is not with the group anymore, but he's no, he's, he's not. But he around. wasn't an original. But you know, he yeah, was, was there when they, yeah. I guess, had that career resurgence, resurgence. in the early eighties with yeah. Ladies Night and Celebration and whatnot. And yeah. think about it, there is hardly, uh, you know, any big event 
Yeah, I think it was in 84, the Olympics youth celebration. And you go to a wedding, they play celebration. Yeah. You go to, you know, any major event, you're probably going to hear two songs. One is Proud Mary by Ike and Tina, and you're going to hear Celebration by Cool and the Gang. Mm. And just to let you know that, you know, they had a lot of people that sampled them. Everybody from Madonna to Jay-Z to Janet sampled Cool and the Gang. Yeah. They put out over 50 albums. You know, they've been on the charts since 1969. Their first song, for some reason I remember it, but I'm not your average bear, was an instrumental called Cool in the Gang, which I put in the bird wire. And that actually made, their first song made the top 20 uh, when it came out in 1969, early 1970. But but you know what, Tony B, and and Kata, you'll agree with me. It's a tale of two cool in the gangs, okay? You know, because we can can say that as, you know, as, as people of a certain age, um, it's like the tale of two cool in the gangs. The cool, cool in the gang we grew up with was funky. I mean, I'm talking, uh, you know, it's funky worm. Hollywood funky. funky Hollywood funky. Yeah. Who's gonna take the weight? Stank. I don't know. Just stank. Did they sing? Did they sing? Get down on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but but you know, that is you were, you were a goober then. You probably said yeah, but, but but real. Let me say let me say this time you be to to Wyo's point. Wyo knows the second cool in the gang. The you know resurgence, the 80s, yes. Yes. yes, yes. More so than she knows the stank, hardcore, funky worm, you know what I'm saying, Hollywood swingers, because that's when it was just like, what, it opened Sesame. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, exactly. That was exactly. like, playing. oh, damn. Oh, wait a minute. How about, wait, Funky Granny, I almost pulled that one out. Remember oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I screwed up. I screwed up. Let me go and back, because I know, mentioned, wait, I, let me let me stop. I mentioned Funky Worm. That's another, that's Ohio. Ohio plays. Ohio plays. No, but Funky Granny, but let me tell you, but you know, go ahead. everybody who knows anything about trying to get it in, and you know what I mean, you know about Summer Madness. Do you know that there oh. is an extended version on YouTube of Summer Madness that is oh, yeah. an, hour, an hour long, oh. y'all? Oh, what? I ain't seen that one. I got to look it up. Do Jesus. Yeah, but rest in peace. I'm, you know, he deserves the time that we are giving it right now. And, yeah, and, and I hope I, be, I wish my best to the band. Yeah, definitely. What's interesting is he's the father of Michelle Thomas, who was on Family Matters. She played uh, Urkel's girlfriend, Myra. Then she went on uh, to play uh, Theo Huxable's girlfriend on The Cosby Show. And she and uh, what's his name? Judge. Malcolm Jamal? Malcolm Jamal. I knew Jason. Yeah, They were actually a real life couple and she played his girlfriend on the Cosby show Mm. as well. And she actually uh, passed away at the age of 26, which is very young from a rare form of stomach cancer. So, Mm. you know, it's, you know, Wow. It's sad, but you know, it's like DT is that guy you no matter where you go, if you see a saxophone with a hat, you know it's him. And yep. you know, Absolutely. I, I kinda had a little crush on him. So he just had some I can tell. swag. I Wait, can tell. And he was the only man. <laughs> Wait, K dub co signed me on this. Aside from Larry Dotson yeah. of the bar case, DT was the only man that could rock a platinum blonde short afro and make it look good <laughs> like he could get it okay agree yeah it, it was larry dodson now that's a name i know you got a wife but you can get it <laughs> <laughs> what else you got to tell you i'm just keeping it real um i want to tell you all about you know rihanna had that song i'll call work 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 and it wasn't that hard to do but i just got to give her a five on it because she is 33 years old and she is the newest 
a member in the Black Billionaires Club. She joins Oprah, Michael Jordan, Jay-Z, even Kanye. Hmm. And she made the bulk of her money off of her Fenty line, which was the fragrance, the lingerie, you know, the clothing mm-hmm. line. And she actually took the money she made from Fenty to buy back her masters from the record label. Because if you recall, oh, around 2004-ish or so, Rihanna was broke. She was a broke chick. So she really has come full circle. And I just want to recognize her for doing that because I think she'll do a, a lot of good with all of that. And I mean, she's a real billionaire, unlike the fake Kardashian billionaire. <laughs> she's a $1.7 billion. Yeah. So I'm, you know, all to all shade. Give it up for Rihanna, y'all. Yes. Yeah. What else you got, Tony B? Okay, I just want to remind you of a couple of things. Um, April 13th, in a few days, you will get to see the April. real Aretha Franklin. April. I know you didn't say no Jennifer April, girl. Hudson. I know you didn't huh? say no April. <laughs> oh, I did. I, did that. I mean, August, <laughs> August, 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 Lord. I, I um, August 13th. <laughs> Uh, Respect starring Jennifer Hudson comes out. You know, this is the movie that Aretha Franklin co-signed her for. Her family is on board with as much as they can be. But Aretha Franklin personally picked Jennifer Hudson and said, you're going to get an Oscar for playing me, right? And there's an all-star cast. You've got Forrest Whitaker, Mary J. Blige, Marlon Wayans, and others. And I'm looking forward to that. So I, I think I may just, you know, put on my uh, hazmat suit and go to the movies on Friday. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, also want to remind you about Labor Day weekend. You're, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Before that. August 11th, August 11th, ABC 2020 is doing a story about um, artists that shaped America. And the first one on August 11th is going to be Whitney Houston. And yes, she did shape the culture with her music and her presence. You know, back when it was Whitney, Whitney before, you know, crazy. Yes, indeed. Yes. And, you know, they're going to interview uh, people like, of course, Bobby Brown. They're going to interview B.B. Winans, Brandy. So I'm looking forward to that. So write that down, too. So you've got August 11th, Whitney. August 13th, Jennifer Hudson respects. And then, baby, baby, Labor Day weekend on September 3rd, you have Bitchin', The Sound and Fury of Rick James on Showtime. Yeah! Yeah! Produced by Barry Gordy's son, Kerry. And, you know, know, Rick James, you got to give it to him. There was a time when he was the man of Motown. Yes, Yes. he was Mm cool. Yes, he had his demons. Um, up and to including uh, when they did the autopsy on Rick James do you know that there were nine different types of narcotics in his system damn are you serious cocaine the hell of a drug (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you know what along with a bunch of others yeah but you know the interesting thing is I mean he really how do you say it he is the reason for the early 80s yeah yeah and he's the reason for Motown success I mean, in, in, yeah, in, in, the late seventies going because if you think about it, until he came, he brought Tina Marie and mm-hmm. some others. Motown in the late seventies kind of was having a slump. If oh, you they know. were in trouble. Mm-hmm. They were in trouble. Yeah, and um, yeah. they're going to interview uh, Ice Cube and Bootsy Collins, Five on to Bootsy. Yeah, and you know the thing is that Rick was not the super freak he portrayed himself to be. You know, he talked about you know sex and drugs and rock and roll and orgies, honey. He was just sitting back directing and watching. He was not a participant. So I gotta you say, say. Side, sidebar. <laughs> so sidebar, you say. I know. know. Sidebar about Bootsy Collins. Yes, it's the 45th anniversary of his album, but I just hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hey, 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 stop for a minute. Stop for a minute. Can we do it? (laughs) He called me Casper. Yeah, okay. You know, the first words is hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's do it again. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, Tony B. Hit it again. Hit it. Here we go. Hallelujah. All right, there you go. Thank you. 
Right, uh, I just want all you young people who think Bruno Mars and Sex Sonic is something new, uh, and I give it to them. All they're really doing is taking music from the 70s, 80s, and maybe the late 60s, I'd say, 70s and the 80s, and just regurgitating it. And I think it's great because anybody else would not be able to do it. But let me tell you something, baby. They do it so mm. well. They do it so well. Yeah, this Silk Sonic project, don't forget, is produced by two legendary guitarists on, I guess, lead rhythm guitar. You've got the uh, participation of Nile Rodgers and then Bootsy Collins was one of the producers of this new song, Skate. So you know, don't, 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 hey. Yeah, yeah you got to get that real feel in there. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. And that's where they're going to get it. So I, I applaud Bruno for reaching back and getting those legends who really laid the foundation for what was the greatest music ever. Because yeah. think about how many of these current artists sample everything back to the Motown, the 60s, the funk, everything, because uh, talent's not required now. But I just had to say that. But I also want to let you all know about uh, Stephanie Mills. I love her because she has no filter. And she said zero. That, um, <laughs> She and Shaka Khan will never do a versus, and here is why. Yeah. He said they were in negotiations to do a versus, and then all of a sudden things stopped, and they said, we're going in a different direction. And now, I love Stephanie because she put Timbaland's manager on blast by saying he was the one that put the kibosh on it and said that they were not interested. But I'm like, they would probably get the numbers that they got for Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight, and for them not to do Shaka and Stephanie... Yeah. Wow! Hey, let do me you tell have you, anything that like dumb donkey yeah. stupid where you can punch them in the head? I almost yeah. do. Let me find it. But you know what? Two ladies I would not piss off in music from the eighties: Stephanie Mills and Mickey Howard. Wait, I need, wait, I need, don't forget Anita Baker. She ain't here for the for the for the BSC. Either. Don't forget about Miss Anita Baker. Yeah, and I'll, I'll throw Anita in, but, uh, but Mickey still. Howard will just beat you up and punch you in the face. Let's call a thing a thing. No, crap. <laughs> Yeah. I'm telling you. Mickey and Mickey and Stephanie are zero. I mean, well, you know, definitely. And Steph, one thing I do like about what Stephanie Mills does is is she really and truly, she states her case, you know, yeah. and, and, and she she's can, very yeah, and she socially she responsible, active. Yeah. She stands for the real, the truth. Yes, she uh, does. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. She doesn't play, man. She doesn't play. What else you got, Tanya B? I just want to tell you also about uh, this is a, this is uh, the two dumb donkeys. One is R. Kelly. He's supposed to go to trial starting tomorrow, and he's up there belly aching, talking about he has no money and he has nothing to wear. But let me just remind you of one thing: uh, there's money somewhere because he's been still paying Joycelyn Savage and some other people hush money like R. Kelly and the boys, as opposed to Heavy D and the boys. And uh, according to word from the curb, he is pushing over 250 pounds. But it's like, who cares? Anybody looking at you, just wear your orange jail jumpsuit. And I also want to tell you is cautionary tale. Three things you cannot beat. You cannot beat the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot beat the mafia and you cannot beat the IRS. And I don't know why Jermaine Dupree does not understand that because Ooh. once again, he is in trouble with the feds. He owes them over a half million dollars. Now, back yeah. in 2002, Janet kind of helped build, you know, uh, bail him out. He packed up, moved to Vegas and became a DJ. But when they got him in 2002, do you know they backed up to his house? They took they took his, not his furniture, they took his furniture. Wow. They took his phone, they took his cars, they took his computers and anything that had any value. And I don't know why he didn't listen the first time. And, you know, I hope he gets out of this, man. Very arrogant. You think so? Well, most, mm. Look, Louis De Palma was arrogant too. And if you have a man that's five foot two and somebody like Janet has to look down <laughs> to you, yeah. I mean, come on, let's, let's call a thing a thing. So, why, I agree with you. Says, man. I agree with I you. I hope he gets out why? of it. I hope everything turns out. 
okay. And you know what? I, I don't. On, you know? I I don't. I don't feel sorry for him because again, why didn't he look at what they did? They backed up a truck to Peebo Bryson's house and they took his Grammys. Yeah, they took Tony so Braxton's Grammys. So and true. Ron Isley went to jail. So what makes Jermaine Dupree? Yeah. I, I, I'm just having a vision of a troll, but I won't say anything more. <laughs> what makes him think he is above the law? He's not. <laughs> I need a fire. <laughs> I need a fire sound effect. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you need a, a boxer look to punch somebody in the head. And I want to just say oh one more God. thing. The cancel culture is very busy. You know, the baby who is the dummy, he's lost seven major gigs in seven days. He was supposed to apologize. He didn't. He posted some little lame apology on social media. He took it down. And when he did not, Meet the deadline to apologize, Lollapalooza. That's when things really started going going left for him. So the mm-hmm. baby ain't the ish anymore. And he's talking about he has the influence and God wants him to be an icon. He need to go somewhere and sit but down you know with what? Lamar Odom, who thinks he's gonna fight Riddick Bro. But hey, Lamar needs money because he uh, got to pay his baby mom four hundred thousand dollars in back child support. But let me just tell you this: Yeah, okay, cheaper to keep her. <laughs> Okay, well, the baby has no, but you think about it. The baby has lost over a million dollars. He got kicked off of the Governor's Ball in New York, Lollapalooza, the iHeart Festival, um, the Day in Vegas, this the UK Fit Fest, the Radio Station Fest, and Midtown Music, which is in Atlanta. And you know, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And you know, to get mm. people's pe- people's attention, you've got to hit him in the pocketbook. So I, I really hope he has time to think if he's able to do that. But here's a gag about this whole thing. Yeah. Yes, he made the homophobic grant, but let me just say this and let me know how you all feel. How about not just the baby, there's little baby, little Dirk, little Uzi Vert, little Wayne, little Bow Wow, little Bang Bang, and all of that? How about we call them on the carpet about the violence that they promote, about shooting, mm. hurting, mm-hmm. objective, affecting mm-hmm. women? Get out of my face. Let's call them on the carpet about that. But you know what? I mean, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, my, I'm gonna throw it in there. I I mean, I just think it's an industry problem. It's been going on. I mean, it's an industry problem for a long time. Mm So, you know, as long as, as long as, as long as they can make money on it, it's easy money. So, you know, yeah, it's two swords. It's easy money and it's promotion of negativity and crazy stuff to, yeah, I mean, kids. It it is what it. You know, I'm not saying it is what it is, but you know, maybe there can be some kind of conversation. And and you know, I noticed one thing um, this week on on the whole the baby debacle um miley cyrus had stepped up um and i think on and made a post about trying to get involved and, and reaching out and saying look you know call me or connect with me and you She's know what not the only one yeah I, but i would say you know i think if if he were smart right now he but may he's not yeah we'll see we'll see <laughs> yeah i mean if he but if he were smart he i mean if he wants to continue and kind of change things but you know what i think right now it's a situation where, you know, I think he's doubling down. I mean, and, you know, the, the it, it, like I said before, last week, and I'm not going to repeat it. Y'all listen to last week's podcast. Um, you know, it's a culture thing. And, and you know, he can't he can't change the culture on his own. One guy can't change the culture. It's a culture thing. True. So, I agree. Know, he can't change the culture. Y'all, y'all act like he gonna, he, he's going to change the culture. And he, one he, guy. He doesn't have the intelligence no. level to change the culture. No, he, he can't change the culture. He can't change the culture. He's one no, guy. Let me say this, but you see, um, what he had, um, and this is a hot record, which I actually really like, was Dua Lipa uh, levitating. Yeah, yeah. She pulled she pulled that down. And even Kanye pulled down, what is it, Na Na Na? Yeah, yeah. that had the baby on. Even he pulled it down. 
Well, it's an interesting thing. And, and Rob Redding um, on his recent, if you guys don't subscribe to Rob, you should. Well, I got to hear what Rob. Yeah, but Rob, Rob had a really good take on it um, on, in, truth. on the week yeah. in review this week. Um, and, and we'll probably play it sometime this week. Um, but he has a really interesting take on it. You know, when it comes down to, you know, he's part of the LGBTQ community. So he makes a statement, you know, on that. I think mm -hmm. I think it's worth listening to. So, you know, uh, and again, Rob's information, he's at uh, castropolis.net. So if you want, you know, to connect and find out more about what Rob had mm -hmm. to say and subscribe to his show, go to castropolis.net. And um, it's all there. Uh, just I have to one more thing <clears throat> to say. Yeah, go ahead. What's, and I know there's a lot going on. We got the variant up. We've got the COVID cases up and all of this all of this that could have been prevented. But now I ask you, yeah. what do you think is crazier? Number one, the fact that Kim Kardashian got a reduction, the fact that Kanye had to give away tickets to the Donda two listening party because people were not going to get gooped about that again. And he Whoa. didn't even have the entire state farm arena. Last time he had the whole arena or the fact that there is a video online of strippers giving free lap dances at funerals. Now I ask you, yeah. Eat all necessary? of the, eat all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm moving on. Hey, y'all, don't forget, y'all. Also, just a couple more things. Aaliyah's music is now streaming on on all platforms, which I don't know if y'all realize, but it was not there. Oh, I never missed it. Okay. Yeah, but Aaliyah, I guess they came to an agreement with the family and the um, the whole trust now. The so uncle. the uncle, you know, and yeah. and he's at a mm -hmm. point in his life and his career where you know. Uh, I think he had a stroke. Yeah, yeah, he had a, he had some oh, health really? issues. So yeah, yeah. So you know, so so now for you know all the Aaliyah fans, which there are legions of Aaliyah's fans. I mean, she's a legend in music and R and B and and pop. So uh, her music right. is now streaming on all platforms. Uh, real quick, the Suicide Squad. Uh, I saw it, watched it. Definitely worth a watch. I don't know if y'all had a chance to see it. Harley Quinn still kicking ass. Uh, Idris so Elba did a good job. What did you uh, did think a good about job. Viola yeah. Davis and Pete Davidson? I, I thought you know Viola is is part of the the whole series because she's important to the to the plot. She's the one who who puts the team together. She's the over. She's kind of the overseer of the of the the whole Suicide Squad. She's she's for lack she is like Charlie's angel. She's Charlie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she's got to be there. Um, there's a twist this time. Pete Davidson, I, I, I won't tell you what happens to him in this because, um, don't expect, um, a long Pete Davidson appearance. I'll just say it like that. But the movie did about 26.5 million. They were expecting to hit 30 million. They're, you know, quite, quite, there's quite a bit of disappointment in terms of how it, how it, how it fared this week. Um, you know, and, uh, HBO Max, of course it's on HBO Max. So guess what I did? HBO Max <laughs> at the crib. Hello. Um, Obama in pursuit of a more perfect union. I had a chance to watch it. It's a three part series. Uh, I watched part one and, and you know, I'm not, I, I liked, I think this is a good look. One of the better um, biographies on, on Obama. Um, and, and it, it really has, it's, I mean, even the, it's a three part series y'all. But part one is just incredibly insightful. It gave me much more insight into why Obama is who he is. It, it really helps you understand. You, you've always heard him say who he is, but it really gets the perspective from different people. Um, and, and it takes you deep into his, his background and his childhood. I learned quite a bit. 
So I'm looking forward you know, to part two I and three. Yeah. It actually came up on demand this afternoon. I said, eh, I don't think I want to see that. But now, thank you for yeah. saying that because I'm actually going to go and watch it on demand. It's it's pretty insightful. I mean, I, I just, I'm not really, you know, I'm I'm not down for the rah-rah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to hear the truth. And I think, you know, this uh, this director and executive producer behind this is is really trying to roll out the truth. And, and um, yeah, I thought it was pretty insightful all the way down to who Jeremiah Wright is and how that whole thing went down. Um, also, I got to say, rest in power, rest in peace to Marky Post, because uh, I, hell, you know, I grew up on 80s TV, uh, Night Court fame. She passed away as we as we taped the show today. Yes. You know, uh, Val, you know and, and, you and know, this is this um, is more weird white people stuff that I watched this past weekend. Y'all, y'all remember did you watch? Val Kilmer? Y'all remember Val? Uh, which, uh, uh, Top Gun, yeah. absolutely. Yes. And, yeah. But my favorite role was... Jim Morrison, when he played in the doors, because dude looked so damn much like I thought it was Jim Morrison. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like I like Tombstone. Wow. Oh yeah, and Tombstone when he played um, Doc was it? What was it? What was his? Um, God, Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll yeah, Huckleberry. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so the bio, it's a it it's uh, his biography, and it's done with all his footage. So all his career. He always had a camera with him, you know, and and I don't know if y'all know he had throat cancer, so he can't speak right now. I mean, and mm. so his he's you know how smokers why well, you have to speak yeah, through that, yeah. a throat and thing. The TV that have the hole in their trachea. Yes. I knew yeah. it was something, and, yeah. and he was really low key about it. Didn't really talk about it, but anytime I see somebody whose neck is wrapped up like that, yep. I've, yep. you know, and he really denied it for a very long time. Yes, he did. Yes, but he, he did. has an amazing body of work. I think we can oh. all agree. And but you know, he was also he was yeah. also labeled a pain in the ass by everybody. Everybody hated working with him because he was such a perfectionist. And wow. Um, so, but but it's very insightful. His son does because he can't narrate. So his son does most of the narration. His daughter, uh, you know, it, it was just. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's 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 insightful. And but it's really kind of sad when you watch it, but it's on Amazon. And and my other question of the week is anybody watching F Boy Island? <laughs> I'm just wondering, anybody watch that show? I got real issues to deal with. I'm trying to say <laughs> out of the fire of COVID. And all I can say is F F Boy Island, because if Ooh. all if that's your claim to fame is to be an F boy, it's F a boy. very it's like a temp <laughs> job that lasts about, oh, I don't know, six months. <laughs> Why are you heard of what F boy? You heard it. I mean, it's a word for it, but you know, F boy Island. Have you have you heard about that show? Wild man, I hardly watched it television <laughs> I'm, or or movies, and I'm sitting here thinking you should be like a C school and Ebert. Yeah, I know. Because I, I, know. Do, I, I have to break it. Reviews. Hey, you know, I got to do it for the people. I got to do it for the people. That's um, right. And and on another note, and and I think I may have sent the article out to y'all. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks man made a decision. They removed Ryan Cameron. Uh, from the PA. I mean, uh, now, this is kind of shocking to me because Ryan... Not to me. Well, Ryan's been doing... Oh, oh we're going to get the inside scoop. So Ryan's been mm-hmm. doing this thing for 17 years, okay? And they have a right to change because, you know, they've got a relationship with... I mean, Big Tigger, who's on V. We're in Atlanta. So, you know, y'all know... If you if you live in Maryland, you've lived in Maryland, D.C., you know Big Tigger was on WPGC, PGC for years, also right? And on BET. And on BET, yeah, yeah. You know, take it from the business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, from BET. Um, but they have a right to change and they thought it was, but I just thought it was kind of shitty the way they did it, you know. Um, and it's clearly how political. they do it. Well, they just really announced it. <laughs> you know, we gonna we gonna, you know, I think, I mean, of course he found out, 
But after such a good year that the Hawks had, you know what I mean? This is probably the best year with them going Ooh, to the finals. Goodness. I was kind of shocked that they would make the change like the year after they go to the finals. But I um, was not. Why were and you not? Is, why were you not? Here is why. You tell me why, Tony B. Well, as I said, let's rewind back to 1993 when I was in D.C. Oh. Radio 1 hired Ryan Cameron to Uh-oh. come up to D.C. Uh-oh. So I have had the Ryan Cameron experience. Okay. Okay. When you do people greasy, no good will come to you. Damn. Amen. Now let me, let me <laughs> also say this. The Hawks have a long-standing relationship with the flagship radio station here in Atlanta. Odyssey. B-1-3. 90, plus, now, plus, plus they carry 92.9, which is the sister right. station of V. Yeah. Now, see, Ryan may have been yeah. the announcer, yeah. but I was at some games and Tigger was the DJ. Mm. So when you do not want trouble in the hallway any longer, what do you do? Mic drop. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> well. And Tanya B has spoken. And there we go. Yep. And, I, and I, my, I guess my question also is uh, what impact it's going to have on the Falcons, because it's a similar situation. 92.9 is the Falcons flagship. And I think Ryan's doing uh, the Falcons, too. Figure know? it out. So, you know, we'll see what that happens. A real quick shout out. I know Tanya B is going to have something to say about this, but Tavis Smiley, what? I got I got to give him his props. He launched uh, a new radio station in L.A. I agree. I um, know. I One thing about Tavis Smiley, and I will say this, I'm sorry, and I will say this, is that when he got gagged on his inappropriate behavior by, was it NPR? Yeah, yeah. He said, one thing he said was stupid was, how am I supposed to meet women? But then he said something else that was smart. It's like, hey, I had relationships with women who were there. Now, the fact that he was bang, trying to bang the guests and trying to get a threesome going, another story. But again, a lot of people have messy personal lives. Let's take the messy personal out of it. Let's look at the man, the entrepreneur, the business person. I got to give him five on it for that because there are so many cities where people of color, right, mm-hmm. don't have a voice. There are some, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm from Boston. There is no uh, black radio station in Boston at all. The only thing they have is something online. Yeah. So if yeah. Tavis Smiley can spread the truth and let people know what's really going on as Bernie Mac was, yeah. I'm not, no, I have nothing to say except five on it to Tavis Smiley. I'm sure you weren't expecting that. No, no. But I no, give him five no. on it. But I, he he purchased a 50,000 watt station, um, you know, from a company, Multicultural Radio Broadcasting in November. Um, and, uh, they launched it just this, we haven't really had a chance to say anything, but launched it in June, on Juneteenth, uh, with his program, his program is on it now. Uh, he paid seven point, uh, 7.15 million for it. Um, and, uh, it's under smiley audio media. So congrats to him. And you know what? I will tell you this, that since he's been gone, the state of black America has suffered. I mean, that's sh- when, with, it, with it him, has. with him doing that annual state of black America, nobody's doing it now. Uh, it's and just been the wild, up, wild West. You know? Nobody has. I mean, it's been, it's been like the wild, wild West. No, no true, you know, cause he always no. brought everybody together for that with Tom. And, and you know yeah. what? I, I think that, I, I really think he may not say, but I think he had a, a back to Jesus moment when he tried that mess with Obama that yeah. backfired on him. That oh, was yeah. kind of the beginning. That was of the beginning the of the end. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying 
Cornell West, Michael Eric Dyson, Al Sharpton, he's too busy getting his perm snatched back. Nobody else has stepped into the gap to fill it except Tavis. So yeah. I really hope he brings it back, not I just on the radio, yeah. but I hope he goes on tour again. If nothing else, do it virtually because people need to know the real deal. That's part of their problem. I would love to see the they state of Black America. They don't have the information. Yeah, I would love go to ahead, see it. Go ahead and take that spot, Thomas. No, nah, I'm going right to I'm gonna have to pass okay. that to Tavis. No, nah, my brother. <laughs> That's a Y'all, what happened to Jesse Jackson? Jesse is, I mean, you know, Jesse, Jesse has, an, yeah, you know, Jesse's health he, is, is an issue. Yeah, his health is really. He is, really can't speak, which yeah, is sad. His, well, no, what's even sadder than the fact that Jesse has that, that situation yeah. is his. I'm gonna call a thing a thing, y'all. His jackass son. Okay. Yeah, it's been tough. I mean, it's been tough on him. It's been tough. Hey, y'all, let's do this. Let's let's hit Tommy's corner. Had a great, really great um, uh, conversation with Sanaj, and uh, who's going to be at the August fifteenth event with us. So let's let's step over to Tommy's corner. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to Tommy's Corner, um, and we're here with Sanaj, and, and and she is an Atlanta native, as as I am, and I'm going to get into that a little bit with her when we get into the interview, but uh, she's a singer-songwriter, of course, as I said, born in the A, daughter of a music teacher, Apollo Kids competition, amazing at age seven, uh, 15 Grammy camp in LA, uh, winner of the Ella Fitzgerald Songwriter Scholarship. She's performed at some of your favorite plays like Annie, Wizard of Oz at the Fox Theater. And I got to give it up to her because she is a, ca- a classically ch- uh, trained pianist. Uh, as well as a self-taught guitarist. Y'all give it up for Sinaj is in the building on Tommy's Corner. And, and you know, Sinaj, I, I did, and you and I uh, have this in common, that we are uh, natives of the ATL. So so you grew up. What area of town did you grow up? You know, what area? Um, I grew up on the south side. And then later on, we moved to, like, um, the Camp Creek area near the airport. Oh, that yeah. So I went to high school at Westlake. And see, see, that's my old stomping ground. So yeah, uh, that's another reason why you're on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you got to represent. See, I, I just right. you know, just for your knowledge. I mean, my my old school uh, became Tri Cities. So you know, oh, okay. yeah. So so you know, I was I was fairly close. I grew up in East oh, Point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tri-Cities is right there. Right around the corner. So growing up uh, with a music teacher in the household, um, what influenced you? Was it the music that you're, you know, the parent um, or was it just the sounds around you that made you decide to go into music? What what made you get into music? Um, I think I think it was just kind of always in me because I can't (laughs) I don't want to say my mom didn't inspire me, but I know I know growing up I didn't like to listen. So it was mm-hmm. like she tried to teach me for a while and she says it she just gave up after after a while. And wow. I took it upon myself at some point to like, no, nah, I need to sit down and play the piano. So then I asked her and she definitely taught me um, a lot when it came to reading music. I, I always played, but I probably I just wasn't as dedicated when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until I got to like my beginning teenage stage. And then I think I took everything a little more seriously. Um, but I grew up with my mom and my granddad, he played a lot of instruments and I was play on the piano and my grandmother, she played the violin or viola, but she, I've never heard her play. She'll, she'll never play for me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Whatever Understood. Understood. Yeah, yeah, so- a lot of music around me. So yeah, it definitely, it was definitely, I think always just in me. 
Wow, that's a lot of music around you. That's a lot. And, and you know, and you're you're really fortunate because a lot of kids with the music programs uh, being taken away from some of these schools, they don't have that opportunity. So I was talking to your manager one, uh, about her, you know, and the fact that, you know, she grew up in music and, and she's, you know, trained. But there aren't that many people out there. Who would you say right now that you know of is out there who's who's got the kind of training that you have? Um, I mean, of course, there are people, but I think maybe not in my genre as much other than her. Mm-hmm. Um, but there I, I know still when we think about Alicia Keys and then a lot of like the old the older um, artists who, you know, Prince who's passed. But when you think about even, you know, past that the jazz musicians and all of those, we, mm-hmm. we all know that they, you know, had, a, it's a lot that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just in, um, like the crossover music that I do, I don't think it's a requirement. Like it feels like that it used yeah. to be. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, cause I think just in general music now is just about feeling and it always has been, but, um, I think now everybody can kind of take it, you know, for what it is and just make sure that the feeling is in there, regardless of if there's an instrument involved or not. Gotcha. Gotcha. So so with so many sounds and directions in the industry right now, even even when you look at, you know, on the pop side and and in R&B, so many people doing different directions of music. You know, how do do you hope to find your place? Um, I just choose to do what I do. Um, I, I try not to make it a competition or worry about everybody else because I think one of the main reasons that I do music is just to let out my feelings. Of course, I want people to know that they um, have, you know, if there's somebody out there going through the same thing as you or something of that nature. But I think for me, it's just making sure that I'm authentically myself. Um, so I kind of just look to put my all and always be better than what I was the last time. What's on your playlist? Uh, <laughs> right now, I've been playing a lot of Victoria Monet. Um, 24K Golden has this album out. I can't even think of the name of the album, but I love it. It wow. is with it has mood on there, and um, I don't know this. I think it was another single he did, but that's definitely a good album. Um, I play a lot of Rosalia stuff. Um, uh, it's I I kind of just it's just like a lot of different stuff on there. It's Roddy Rich. It's just yeah. gotcha. It's it's a beautiful mess. So so and and you kind of into Normandy is is that Yeah. Yeah, I like I like Normandy a lot. You're, yeah. See, I, I can't even say the name. See, I, I just oh, yeah. that. <laughs> <That's> that. <laughs> No, yeah, she's yeah. very talented and like um her visuals that she puts together are like phenomenal. It's in my personal opinion, Motivation was like the best video ever. Hmm. Um <laughs> I wow. think should have gotten rewarded. Um but yeah, I love her music as well, definitely. Well, what do you say to what do you say to folks who um maybe on the same path as you um in terms of, you know, getting even close to where you are right now? Uh what would you tell them? Some of the younger or you, or if you could tell your 7-year-old self, <laughs> what what would you what would you tell that 7-year-old self? You know? Um I wouldn't say ignore everybody, but just like take constructive criticism for what it is and just make sure that you listen to yourself though mostly you want to kind of keep a straight narrow path you want to focus on 
yourself and being better for yourself, especially with social media out right now, it's hard because you look at all these other people and it looks like they have all these things or it looks like they're doing so well. And you don't know if they really are, if they're not, because like people always say they're people aren't putting their the bad things for the most part on social media. So it's like I would just say just stay focused um, on yourself and just being the best that you can be. Of course, it's always good to pull from other people when it comes to inspiration and things like that. And you do want to make sure that you're on a good path. But for the most part, just um, focus on yourself and make sure that you're doing the best that you can. Good stuff. Good stuff. You sound like Prince up in here. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm old school. So, now, so you know. My mom would love that. She's like the biggest <laughs> Prince fan in the world. Oh, yeah, oh my too. gosh. You absolutely- hey, I'm in that generation. So now nah, so you know it is. <laughs> so how do people connect with you? How do, how do they find you? Oh, so everything, all of my social media is Sinaj Music. It's S-E-N-O-J-M-U-S-I-C. Um, YouTube, Instagram, um, Apple Music is just Sinaj. Um, so everything, Spotify, you can definitely connect me on Instagram and YouTube. I have a new single coming out very, very soon, actually this month. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, and thank you so much, Tommy, for allowing me to be on your show today. Hey, I'm we excited are, we are glad uh, that you are on and, and, and you got a great head on your shoulders. And you're from West, you know, you're from the South Side. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Westlake is in the building. Y'all, y'all give it up for Sinaj. Sinaj, thank you so much. And we look forward to seeing you on the 15th. Take care. <laughs> thank you. I'll see you then. Okay. Bye bye. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Naj, for stopping by, man. That was, you know, cool people. Yeah, real, yeah. real good energy. You know what I'm saying? I had to work and, yeah. you know, still do it. Yeah. You know how it is. The artists, man, they still got to work. They still got to do their thing. So, mm-hmm. so um, any feedback, you can give us a call, 413-556-9546. I'll have her website on uh, the podcast page. So, again, thank you. And she'll be at the uh, she'll be at the live show next week. She'll be doing some acoustic stuff with her uh, guitar. I don't know if they can bring the piano, but we'll see what she can do. We'll see. All we'll right. See. We're going we're to have a good time next week. I can oh. feel it in my bones. I don't. Do you know what I'm saying? Else. <laughs> I'll be entertaining. <laughs> I've never done. I've never sipped tea live in front of an audience. So oh, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. You know what I was going to ask, Tanya B? <laughs> what are you going to ask? <laughs> you I, Let's hope no Atlanta artists show up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what? No, just joke. One thing about me, if it if, if unless I was in the room when it happened, I will say allegedly, but I cut no corners, I take no prisoners. I'm an equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're gonna look over at me. Cause you know, I'm about I'm about six two. I'm I'm like uh, you know, six two, two I ain't something. Trust me. I'm from Boston. I ain't scared. And the thing about it is Unless you, has anybody sent us a cease and desist? Has anybody sued us yet? Uh, sh- yeah, for the no. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, fisticuffs. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm kidding. You always do it well. You always do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you your prop because you you always do it with uh you know with specific. It's it's very meticulous and 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 very responsible. I, I, so. No, I research all week long. Oh, I yeah. don't just pull this out of my hat. No, I made deliberate no. in a way yeah. where I want to people. I want people to be engaged and entertained. And I want to uplift people. And even if I just make you laugh, I'm okay because we are in some dire straits right yes, now. We are. But you know, at the end of the day, I, I feel like. If I'm going to deliver this, I want to make it at least, you know, something that gets your attention, something that makes you think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Makes you laugh. Something that makes you say, did she just say that? Yes, she did. (laughs) 
Any final thoughts? Um, I'll go to KW, you know, because Tanya B, you always, you laid it down. KW, you got any final thoughts, man? Uh, uh, the final thoughts. Um, encourage kids to play instruments, and I'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, KW. KW. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's, That's real, so, so real players <laughs> playing real instruments. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cool in the game. Okay. <laughs> Why are you got any final you got any final thoughts? Yeah, I just want to remind everyone that August is Black Philanthropy Month. And if you, you know, have have any money or time, give it to uh, black nonprofits, black led, black benefiting nonprofits, because that's what it's all about. Very good. Good stuff. That's what's up. And, and we'll be doing that next week, uh, Tommy B, who are some, our sponsors. Yes, we're we will. supporting small black entrepreneurs who own businesses. That is good stuff, Wyo. Thank you. Definitely. Let the people know. Let them know. It is. This bring is us a, a plate. Bring us a plate uh, <laughs> next Sunday. Uh, I'm going to bring you a plate. <laughs> uh, I, girl, you know, I got something planned, girl. Uh, <laughs> nothing worse than a hangry black woman. And that will started. not be me. Get it started. <laughs> hey, y'all, I read, I read a few articles on. on um, I'm going to try to get them on the podcast page, if not this week, definitely next week. But really good articles uh, because there's this big conversation about student loan debt and canceling student loan debt. But it really talks about how, you know, education is kind of failing the wealth gap. You know, you've got, uh, you know, kids who are spending, you know, families who are putting all this money, investing it in in education. Yet when when the graduates are out, you know, they're not finding the income to cover even their student loans. Uh, so even even law school is no longer a guarantee of income. So or interesting articles school. or medical school, you know, it's so like the new uh, welfare. Yeah, it is. You're absolutely right. You know, yeah, so. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, and luckily um, there is a moratorium. I think they announced it within the last day or so of this taping um, that um, they've moved. Um, they pushed the uh, moratorium for student loan debt to January 31st. So I know, I know if you got kids or, you know, if you owe yourself, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, even older folks are still paying, you know, on that student loan debt. So um, the moratorium is now, I think they pushed it back, uh, pushed it all the way to January 31st of 2022. Correct. So good stuff. All right, y'all, um, you know, Vi is not here, so so I'm, I'm going to have to just do it like this, you know. Hallelujah! They call me Casper. <laughs> not the friendly ghost, but the Holy Ghost. But the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> <Do> Jesus. So, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> with that, y'all, next week, you know where we're going to be. Go ahead. I mean, you Two ways, if you know, if you're worried about, oh man, I can't do that virtual. I can't. I mean, sign I can't. Up. Just, sign up. That's please. it. Just sign up. All you gotta do is sign up. And and here's the deal: that regardless of what you decide to do at the last minute, uh, you don't have to uh, actually come out. You can actually just watch it virtually. Again, proceeds go to benefit the Apex Museum. We are very thankful to the Apex Museum for giving us the yes. opportunity to do a live taping, especially during these times. Uh, big thanks to um, Mike Austin and and Team Airplay for for connecting us and giving us the shot to do this. Man, it's just been you know I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about just doing yeah. the show on site. And, you know, shout out to our sponsors. Big shout awesome. out. You go ahead and list our sponsors, Tanya B. You know, I've already said. Uh, I Team know. Airplay. I want to say what's up to Josh G and the gang at Hustle Hard at Logo. Again, this is a young man who is trying to do well, and he's got. Uh, 
custom designs, whether you want T-shirts, tote bags, whatever you want, he's doing it. And I'm just happy that uh, I actually crossed paths with him and I really want to help support him. I know there's another young man, Tommy B, that you know, that uh, works with insurance and people need to understand, especially now, I'm not just talking medical insurance. I'm talking about renter's insurance, homeowner's insurance. There are people in Nebraska that were neck deep in Mm -hmm. um, waters up to their neck. Flood insurance, you know, homeowner's insurance. It's so, so important. And don't think that you can't afford it. It is affordable. Just give up one Starbucks a week and you can get insurance, life insurance. So everyone doesn't have to go to a GoFundMe. Y'all, this is so important. So Clinton Haynes uh, State Farm. I don't want to mess up his name. Is it uh, Reigns? Clinton. Um, Clinton. Yeah. Clinton Reigns. I'll make sure I've got it on the, uh, he's definitely on the podcast page, all that, uh, his, his his contact information as well. So, and um, of course you can hear the commercial whenever you click. The podcast, so that's, Clinton, that's Clinton, right. Clinton Rain. And you're me talk about it on the bird wire, so just be prepared. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, y'all, with yes. that, um, definitely hope to see you there again. Uh, and reach out to us, you know, if you if you want to show up and, and it's tight, you know, just hit us up, hit us up, direct message, and and uh, we'll hook you up. We'll get you. And if you want to watch it, if you want to show up, um, but but big thanks to to all the supporters. Big thanks to you know definitely. Uh, KW, who's always hooking us up and, and giving us yeah, great yeah. feedback. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I know he already signed up, so I'm looking forward to either him being there or checking us out virtually. Either way, that's the choice, y'all. And hope to see you. And again, uh, episode 93, we're doing it on location. So with that, episode 92 is in the can. And we are out of here, y'all. Peace. Mask up and I'm Peace. bringing food, y'all. I'm bringing food and wear your mask. You will not get in without your mask. Preach to you. Hallelujah. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.